we've been doing Clit Talk for a while now, over 200 episodes to date, and we have had an influx of new Clitorati, and we still have our consistent OG Clitorati tuning in every week. So we've created a free gift for you. It's called Clit Talk Cliff Notes, the no BS guide to self-pleasure and sexual intimacy. And we're really giving you our best highlight reel of sex tips. We have combined our top sex hacks to give you confidence, communication, orgasms, and the ability to take your pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick and blow any partner's mind in bed. Included in this bang and free gift is two free audio trainings, self-pleasure is self-love, and our hottest sex tips. We also have unreleased episodes and a fan favorite from our sex and empowerment signature masterclass, an erotic visualization, and a video on orgasmic breathing. Oh, yeah. So to get a little taste of what we do here, you definitely want to sign up for Clit Talk Cliff Notes. Just go to clittalkshow.com backslash guide because clitorati it is possible to have quantum leaps in your sex and empowerment with simple and impactful shifts pussy pussy it's gonna be a good one today yes i'm talking about a clit talk clit talk clit talk talking about a clit talk clit talk clit talk come on girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow bring your pussies to the show Clitorati. So over the last four years, myself, Lindsay, and Sugar have transformed our lives by empowering ourselves in the realm of our sex and our empowerment through all the guests and the inner work that we've shared on the show. And we wanted, at the beginning of this year, we wanted to find a way to share this work and the in the way that we've done it with other people. So we, I have chills. We've just completed, <laughs> and as we're recording this, it was last night, last we just night. completed our first run of our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass. And we have just been blown away and moved to tears by the positive impact that our course has made for our Clitorati and the results we've seen with Velocity. Mm. So we've invited our SNE participants to come share their experience, their breakthroughs, and how this course has made a positive difference in their lives. And the reason we want to share these stories with you is to inspire you because we want to remind you that we are real women just like you. And if we can do it and they can do it, you can too. Yep. So welcome, MSG! You did. I'm so happy that MSG is the first interview of this because I have to tell all of our listeners, we were laughing so hard right before I started recording because when MSG registered for the course, her friend, KH, we're using their initials because they're going to be anonymous, you know. Um, Everyone will be. KH um, is is an avid listener of the podcast and she kept telling MSG to listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, blah, blah, blah. And then MSG came to our our free um, workshop, Confidence Under the Covers. Our webinar. Our webinar and had never listened to the podcast and registered. So she's doing the course with us having no fucking clue who we are. (laughs) 
And it didn't matter. She like matter. rocked this course. We were literally, we're like, who knew MSG was going to be the breakout star of the fucking signature masterclass? And you really were. So it's it's so perfect that you are our first conversation post. I mean, mm-hmm. last night you saw me. I was a wreck. I was like crying. I'm like, oh, I can't believe it's I ending. mean, you, you held it together. We're leading the course. We're leading the course. Yeah. So, um... MSG, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's one of those things where, like you said, I never listened to Clip Talk before, and Kate kept saying, "Hey, I think you're in a spot right now that you probably should listen yeah. to this. I think you need to like open up. Like this is something where maybe it'll help open up not just like you know your sexuality and like we're on all of that stuff, but also with the rest of your mm. world, uh, you know, personal, professional, mm. all of it." I kind of was, I I was like, you better fucking be listening to the podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) At least least this episode, for God's sakes. Of course she will. Will you listen to your own episode? Will you listen to your own episode at least, for God's sakes? (laughs) I will. I will. I'll take an Instagram picture of me and like. (laughs) You got to send us proof. Okay. All right. So, so your story is so profound and I want to just dive right in with you. Mm -hmm. So I want you to go back to the moment where KH is like bringing you to this, the workshop we had. And, and I want to, and I actually really want to ask you this. Why did you originally sign up for the course and what did you want to get out of it the moment that, and what was the moment of you signing up? Like, what was that? Tell us about that moment. So, I, I mean, I'm a bit about it. I've been in therapy for like 25 years for a myriad of different issues and challenges and life, life situations and traumas. And I think I was at the point where I just needed something mm-hmm. different. And when Kate brought me to this and introduced me to all you wonderful, fantastic C- ladies, <laughs> uh, clit, fantastic clit, I was like, you know what, what, like, there's nothing, like, I started, I knew this year was going to be of enlightenment and awakenment. I'm into the tarot and all that. Uh, all that mystical uh, concepts and functions. So I just was like, sure, why not? What's the worst that can happen? I don't get anything out of it. Cool. Or I, you know, maybe I get something out of it or I can just meet this amazing group of women and go through amazing leaps and bounds with breaking through all of my walls. Well, most of my walls, there's still a few that I have to kind of kick down and crumble, (laughs) but breaking through some of these walls, like even in that first session that we had with that webinar afterwards, Katie and I talked for like two hours. I was just shocked and surprised. I, I, like, I was like, I've been in 25 years of therapy and I never broke through mm-hmm. all of this. Like there's still a lot of stuff. And the, the things that, you know, Sugar had talked about, I, I kind of was like, oh my God, that's me. And that's where I think the start of the break, the breakthrough was. And I wavered and hummed and hemmed and hobbed, which is stupid because I already had made the choice. Yeah. It wasn't a decision. I made the choice mm. to do it. I was just a little gun shy. And then I just made it. And then I was like, I told kids like, I got it. And she's like, you did? Cool. I, I'll see you in like a couple It's funny of because I actually remember <laughs> you from the webinar and you were like, you registered live during the, the workshop. And we were like, yes, who is this MSG, you know? Um, okay. So, and so you, so you originally signed up thinking, okay, maybe I'll get something out of it. Maybe I'll join a cool group of women. So I want to get, I want our listeners to get, because your, your story is so powerful. I want to get like a little, a quick glimpse of like, what was your life like before you, you really tackled um, the, the conversations that you did in the course? 
It was status quo. I was raised in a small town. I had very, I don't want to say I, I had white. I thought I had way more cultured, cultured or just knowledge about the world because I had so many different friends from different walks of life. And I never thought that going through this course was going to open up certain or break down certain stereotypes that had been ingrained mm. in me. I was always a little bit more timid about asking for a promotion or getting like seeing that I was worth anything. I had a lot of self-worth issues. Uh, I just, I struggled with a lot of things I probably shouldn't have considering how powerful I, I can appear to people. But on the inside, I was an absolute train wreck, dumpster fire floating down the mm. river. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's, and that's part of the reason why I joined it was because Cage saw that, like she saw that, you know, you project a really good show, but I know on the inside mm. you are breaking down. You have a lot of things that you're hiding the shame, which we, we went through on that first yeah. week, which that was, that was the breakthrough. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so let's, so let's, let's dive right into that. Like what, like <laughs> we're going to get into your specific story now. Like what was the biggest breakthrough that you had in the sex empowerment. Biggest yeah. breakthrough. So the biggest breakthrough happened in the first week when we started talking about shame, love, secrecy. Mm-hmm. And I never thought of that. Like I never, at 25 years of therapy, never thought that that was something that was going to be so powerful and wa- writing through it and then talking to my pleasure partner and also to Katie. Um, I realized that I had a ton of shame that I didn't even know was there that I never really acknowledged I didn't believe it was there. I didn't accept that it was there. And then once I started doing that, I realized, oh my God. So for me, it was a sexuality thing. I always thought I was straight. I always thought that I loved men. You know, everyone loves the penis. (laughs) It's fine. Nope. That's not the case. As soon as I started thinking about it, Sugar shared her experience and I was like, oh my God, that's me. That's me. Oh my God, that's me. And then I talked to one of my friends um, about it being, you know, am I bi? Am I like, what am I like? What's, what's that whole thing happening? And she said, the difference that I can tell you to break it down super simply is if you watch lesbian porn and you like it because it's beautiful, the difference is, do you want to join in? Mm. And I sat back and thought, I did, I did want to join in. I wanted to know what it was feeling like to, you know, be like, you know, what is it like to trip, to trip some woman or scissor or what is it like for her to go down on me? Or what is it like for me to go down on her? Like Ooh. all of that stuff. Mm. Like I really like that. When she said that, I was like, that's oh. gold. That is gold right there. That's, that's gold. gold. And, and Marjorie, gold. you know, when we start the course, we have everyone fill out like a member survey, right? So we can get a litmus test <laughs> of where everyone's at. Yeah. And you wrote, heterosexual you did on your member survey and it was a week later you're like I think I'm bisexual yeah and I've never told anyone and and you'd never told anyone in your life you've never even allowed yourself to explore the conversation and you did it live we were on a group call (laughs) with like a dozen women from the course she's like I'm not gonna tell one person I'm gonna tell 20 people right now I'm gonna make but, a public announcement. Yeah, but that, but that, but that really speaks to the the, the sacredness of the community, right? Like it is a sacred space where people can share the truth that's been bubbling on the surface for years that they haven't had the courage. And like we we were talking about you, like you display, like we have a term vulnerageous, which is vulnerable and courageous. Like you are the epitome of vulnerageous. And it's so inspiring. And I, 
And I think when KH told me, because we talked about it a little bit afterwards, and I said, I think it's easier to tell your, it's easier to tell a group of people who've never really mm. met you and there's no past bias, right? You didn't know the men that I made mistakes with or... You know, yeah, right. <laughs> we all have, you know what I mean? You didn't know, <laughs> like, you don't, <laughs> you, you don't have any of that that past, that past bias of who I was and what I did. And, you know, I'm starting to actually tell more, more of my friends locally, even though it's still a little scary, but I, I can start telling them and they're like, not the conversation I expected, but you know what? That's really cool. Yeah. How can I support you on this journey? Wow. Yeah. So, wow. and what's, when, Powerful. and, and what's, you really, really in like really took advantage of the community aspect of this course. So I want you to share if you're willing. So, so you had this amazing breakthrough. You realized you're bisexual and, and our coaching to you, you were like going to wait to like explore, like going on a date with a woman, all this stuff. And we, and we coached you. And then you actually had something pretty traumatic happened to you during the course. Yeah. And, and I'd love for you to share about that and share, you know, what would have been predictable before you took the course versus now that you had the community, mm-hmm. what actually happened for you? Mm. So it, it, we'll do a quick uh, re, uh, uh, pre, pre-story. So we all had, we all have our little bitch in our head, right? And so mine's named Vanessa because that's my drunk personality when I was super bitchy. Vanessa was always a bitch. So that's who, that's who I need my little bitch after. Sorry, any Vanessas that are listening. Um, and so I went and kind of started exploring, like, you know, couples and started talking to, like, men who said that they are in an, an ethical non-monogamous relationships, ENMs. And I met up with this guy. I did a video chat the night before with his wife to make sure that wife, I'm using air quotes, that she consented. I double checked throughout the day just to make sure. Um, come to find out, uh, he used a female decoy. So, I mean, I have to give him some props that he, you know, he was dedicated to it. But like, uh, what? His wife called us, called, started calling him in the middle of us, you know, making out, getting a little physical. And... I was like, you should probably answer it because what if like something's happening? I'm very conscious of I'm not the priority. And when it comes to those right. relationships, I, I know that like he has somebody else he needs to take care of. So I said, hey, take care of it. Next thing you know, while he's taking care of that, I hear her yelling. I look at my phone. It's her telling me, no, this is his wife. I'm not, you know, consenting to this. I don't know who you talked to or where you found him. Please don't sleep with him. I looked at him and was like, what are you doing to me? My main rule with this, and I told you from the beginning, is don't bring drama mm-hmm. to my house. Mm-hmm. Don't bring it to my house. So after all of that happened and he left, I did girl code. I talked to his wife. I told her, you know, I'm so sorry. I did not know. He said that you consented. I did a video chat with this chick saying that you consented. Who you thought and, was her. Right, which is like so wild. Yeah, and that's and then crazy. I immediately left. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> <laughs> it's next level. I mean, I, like I was, telling, I was telling one of my other friends, I'm like, I kind of give him a little bit of props for that because that takes a lot of dedication, <laughs> but also very curious to why that woman wanted to be a part of that. Right, and that's a whole yeah. other baggage to unpack that I don't want to. But after that happened, I literally sat down and Vanessa, I had put her away. She was outside of the house. She was living in her little shack by the river, came barging in and started telling me, 
you're a whore, you're a train, you're a homewrecker, you are unworthy, see, like, guys don't want to be with you, like, all of these different things that were there previously, before I kind of pushed her out of the house, mm-hmm. came roaring back, and I started spiraling, and then I immediately called Cage, mm-hmm. and I told her what happened, and I was, like, freaking out. I've never been in this situation before. This is something I've been cheated on before, so I, I know what yeah. it feels like. And I called her, and she walked me through the, the sugar breathing thing. <laughs> the 478 breathing. 478 breathing. <laughs> we might just name it. May, I think we should. Thing. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> the the sugar breathing. I think it should be the sugar breathing thing. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and she, she talked me through it, and she was telling me, she's like, I know Vanessa's there, and Vanessa's came roaring back, and she's going to be there for probably a while, but I need you to start, like, we need you to take a step back and think, you literally did everything you possibly could outside of asking for a driver's license and meeting up with right. his, him right. and his wife, which, let's be real here, you, you really did above and beyond because you did the video chat. It's not like you just took his word or whatever. Like, you, you did it. He just went above and beyond in that way. And... She, we, wa- we started walking through some of the different tools, you know, telling Vanessa to fuck off, even though she was raging in my mm. ear. She, we, walked, we did the breathing exercises. We took the step back. She's like, you need to swamp it out or get some music or go for a walk. And I went for a walk like five times around the hotel building, like parking lot, trying to like get through that mm-hmm. energy. Whereas in the past, I probably would have sat in that room. I probably would have cried. I probably would have ordered a ton of food I would have like just drank myself into a stupor that night and then woke up the next morning thought about every single thing that I did Mm. wrong even though I wasn't wrong and probably still today would be in that that whole depressive spout downward spiral and it would be affecting everything in my life where that call with KH helped in the sense of she told me like this is you need to like reach out to the rest of the girls like well she didn't tell me that, but I knew I had to, and they kept in touch with me. And the biggest thing that when I asked for help, which is a huge step for me, because I am very independent, Mm. I said, please remind me to, please remind me to say that it's not my fault. And I forgive myself (sighs) because I felt that it was my fault. And I felt so guilty because I was like, I don't want to be that person. And KH kept telling me, you have to continue to say that it's not just a one and done. And you can tell I still feel it today. Like, I still yeah. feel it's part of my fault. Like, I'm, I'm at fault yeah. somehow. And they do, they remind me. And, they're, and they were there for me. And we have a little, we call it the pleasure posse. And I made it like a, a little oh, eggplant emoji. I, it's our, it's our, <laughs> I said, and they laughed like an eggplant. I said, everybody needs a little eggplant in their life. Um, <laughs> I love eggplant. But like, they... <laughs> It's a tasty vegetable. Um, Nightshade. They were there, though. <laughs> they were there, and they, they, they helped walk through it, and they constantly reminded me that it wasn't my fault mm. and that I, like, say, you have to say it's not your fault. You, you have to forgive yourself for not doing whatever you thought would have been right. better mm. because there is no better in this. Yeah, case. you did everything mm-hmm. there was to do, and and... I'm so glad because the, the thing that's really heartbreaking is this was your first experience sort of like experimenting with the lifestyle. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that you had the support system that you did to not give up on still pursuing your truth. Right. And that's, and that's the thing. Like I, 
I'm still upset, obviously, but I know I'm in a lot better space than mm-hmm. I would have been. I wouldn't be laughing. We wouldn't be joking. I probably would have been like an absolute mess, mm-hmm. but it was because of this course and the tools and the people that I've met um, with the sexuality part of it, with whatever, what just happened with me. I don't, I know I can, I can say with confidence that I would be in a very depressive state and it would be detrimental, not just mentally and physically, but also professionally because it would have seeped mm-hmm. into that world. Right. Well, I want to acknowledge you yep. and Sorry. point out a few things that you use. So Vanessa is the little bitch, which is the little voice in our head that is not us. It's a, a product of limiting beliefs that keep us from going after our goals and our desires. So when you're ta- when she's talking about Vanessa, it's like quieting the little bitch is something that we really practice. One of the first things that we do, and um, and then you get pleasure partners. You have the option to have pleasure partners within the course, and you you and um, other pleasure partners like combine to be a pleasure partner posse, which I think is so amazing because that's the great thing about our course is we really wanted to have the community aspect. And then you are the author of your own life. And you, by quieting the little bitch and by getting the support that you needed and being in communication, because this is ultimately a, we, what we get to after we do all the internal work is we practice communication. You did everything in the entire course listening and speaking from your commitment and being a bold stand for yourself. And you are the author of your own life. Like this is what it looks like. And the predictable future would probably be, you would probably write off this type of lifestyle of exploring it ever again, you know? And you, and that's not what's happening. Like you, and it's just so, it's so powerful. The foundation that you've built in going on exploring and you are also a member of our Climax program. So we will be continuing, you know, working because it's a muscle, right? Like you get all the tools and everything, Mm -hmm. but then it's all about practice and going through life using it and really gathering that experience. So Climax is our membership program for all of our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass graduates. So... I'm I'm just so proud of you, yeah. and so it's been such a privilege to have guided you th- through this process. And thank you so much yeah. for your sharing. Yeah, your your story is. I think I know there's somebody <laughs> listening to this right now who does listen to the podcast, and <laughs> and and that they're and like just like you saw yourself in sugar, they are seeing. They're like, oh my god, that's me. And that's mm-hmm. the person that we want to facilitate and create a community around. Because the one thing that the three of us have learned is like, you cannot do this alone. It takes a village. Definitely. It takes a super village. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we want to ask you one or two more questions. Why should other people join this community with us? We want to hear from you. Oh, I have so many thoughts about this. People should join this community because everybody wants to speak their Mm. truth and they just may not be ready to do that. And they might need a little bit of help. I mean, you leaned into me, Lindsay, in one of our first calls, really. I don't, you know, but I needed it. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you want, even if you're not sure, just do it. Because in my mind, 
I have the, I, I change the thought process like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that because I don't know. No, I don't want to do that. The fear is there of the unknown. I literally start asking myself, what's the worst that can happen? I don't get anything out of it. Well, I mean, you get something out of everything, regardless of whether it's just meeting new people or maybe just, you know, my biggest thing was shame, love, secrecy, or then this whole experience. Or you can get what I got, which was an amazing fucking community, uh, breakthroughs that are helping me, you know, continue on discovering my sexuality, continuing on getting a promotion mm-hmm. or switching to a job. It's not just your sexuality that's affected mm-hmm. with this and, and, and impacted. It's literally everything in your life is impacted from family relationships to your friends, to your work with yourself ultimately. Mm-hmm. So that I, I think that is, if you want even just like a 10% change in your life, this is something that can give you that 10% and blow it up to a thousand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we did okay. not pay her to say that. We did not. Um, MSG, thank you yeah. so much for who you are. And it has been the privilege of our lives to be able to facilitate your truth coming alive in the universe. I really mean that. And I think, and I, I appreciate that. And I acknowledge all of you ladies. I really don't know where I would be right now. And I know it sounds like a little hokey <laughs> and cheesy. I mean, I probably would have just been where I was. I wouldn't have made these, you know, profound um, acknowledgements about myself. I wouldn't have experienced the experiences that I have. And I wouldn't have found these amazing people like yourselves and the other ladies in the course. Amazing. So I hold... I hold you all in a very, very big space in my heart and in mind. Yes. And we are so excited to continue the journey with you in Climax. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. you so much, MSG. Yeah. So, oh, so Clitorati, we, like, like Katie said at the top, we are sharing these stories because we are all regular women. And if we can do it, you can do it too. We are standing in a million people living a pleasure positive life and, um, mm-hmm. and having that be everyone's truth and we love you and with that clitorati we're gonna see you next tuesday bye 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 if you liked this and are curious about our clit talk curriculum we have a wait list for our upcoming free workshops and our sex and empowerment signature masterclass in 2022 Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the wait list to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist.